In uncertain days, it is important to remember that our world is getting ready to meet God. We are all getting ready to meet Him. The King is coming. Today, we join Scott Pauley in walking through the final book of the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Well, we return today to the revelation of Jesus Christ to find a most interesting uh, portion of Scripture. In this prophetical section, we have a biographical snapshot, uh, just a brief portrait, if you will, of the human penman that God used to write this revelation. Revelation chapter 1, verse number 9, we read these words, I, John. So if there's any, any question at all about who the writer is, John identifies himself, I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. And then he says in verse 10, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. So here we have a picture of the last disciple. Now think about this for just a moment. John was one of the first disciples. Remember early in the gospel records that John and his brother were called by the Lord Jesus to come after Christ, come to me, follow after me. And here he is many, many years later after all the other disciples are off the scene. And what's he doing? He's still following the Lord. Isn't that beautiful? He, he didn't just come to Christ. He kept on coming. John did more than outlive all the rest. That was in God's providence. That was in God's choosing. And how long you live and how long I live, that's not in our hands. That's in God's hands. But John did something more than simply outlive all the rest. John continued to live like the Lord wanted him to live until the end of his journey. You see, he's a picture not just of the last disciple, but of a disciple who lasts. You know, it's one thing to get right. It's another thing to stay right. And it's another thing to finish right. I want to finish well. How about you? And I wonder, when, when everybody else has faded away, when everything that is familiar is gone, will you still be following the Lord Jesus? Will you keep following when everyone else is gone? Will you keep following when great events are just a memory, when emotions fade? Will, will you keep following when the experiences are not so positive? Because that's exactly what John did. In John chapter 1, John is not sitting in some beautiful location, uh, relaxing in his old age and retirement, uh, writing out in, in some gentle circumstance this beautiful revelation of the glory of Christ. No, he's sitting on a, a rocky island in the middle of the sea. And it's not the kind of island you might imagine. It was literally a colony where they sent criminals. So uh, the Roman emperor Domitian has, has exiled John to this isle of Patmos. And so he recognizes that he is in a difficult circumstance. And yet in the midst of all of that, he is still continuing to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. We know that John wrote the gospel record that bears his name. He wrote the three letters found at the end of the New Testament, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John. And then one final book, this last revelation of Jesus Christ. What do we learn from this last disciple? Well, the first thing that I learned from this is that John was a member of the family of God. You see, John does not 
identify himself here as an apostle. He doesn't say, oh yes, I was the beloved one. I was the one that leaned on Jesus' breast at supper. Instead, he says, I am your brother. Isn't that beautiful? It's humbling to think this way, that no matter how long you've been a Christian, what you've accomplished, what you've been allowed to see or know or do, in the end, it all boils down to this. We're all just children of God. Uh, we are all members of the same family. And that's where we must begin. Are, are you a brother? Are you a sister? Can you say God is your father? Uh, so John is a member of the family of God. And then, not only was he a member of the family of God, but he was a faithful man. The Bible says John identifies himself not only as your brother, but as a companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. It's not always going to be easy for a child of God. Just because you're a child of God does not mean that life is always going to take the twist and turns you want it to. In fact, when you follow the Lord, you must follow Him in His sufferings. Remember, that to get to the empty tomb, you have to go through the cross. And so, when the Lord Jesus calls us to Himself, He doesn't just call us to convenience and comfort and ease and prosperity. No, He calls us even to suffering. Uh, John uses this word tribulation. I think that's significant because uh, in the revelation of Jesus Christ, he's going to describe a seven-year period of tribulation that will take place here on this earth, a great tribulation. We know that that is coming. But while you and I are not going to live through that tribulation, that doesn't mean you're going to escape tribulation now. No, in fact, remember what Paul wrote to Timothy, all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So there's going to be tribulation, there's going to be persecution, there's going to be opposition if you are a true follower of Jesus Christ. And that's why he says, I'm not just your companion in tribulation, I'm your companion in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. In other words, I believe that no matter what uh, Domitian may do, John says, Jesus Christ is my king. And no matter what a politician may do, Jesus Christ is my king. And I must patiently keep following and serving the Lord Jesus Christ. And then I love this. He was not only a member of the family of God and he was not only faithful in tribulation, but the end of verse number 9 says that he was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. So watch this. He was for advancing the message of the gospel. He was giving himself to something. What was he giving himself to? He was giving himself to preaching and teaching the truth of the Word of God and telling everyone who Jesus Christ is. I wonder, what are you for? Not what are you against. What are you for? What would the people around you say you have given your life to? What is your cause? What are you passionate about? John said, I'm passionate about one thing. I want everybody to hear the Word of God and I want everybody to know Jesus Christ. Don't you love that? So he is a, a family member. He's a faithful man. He is for getting the gospel out. And then in verse number 10, he says, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. Now watch, in verse 9 we have his geographical location, but in verse 10 we have his spiritual location. In verse 9 he is on the isle called Patmos, but in verse 10 he is in the Spirit on the Lord's day. You see, where you are circumstantially is not the same as where you are spiritually. Uh, that's why the Apostle Paul in all of his letters would write, for example, to the church that was at Philippi, but in Christ Jesus, or at Colossae, but in Christ Jesus. Wherever you are physically, wherever you are circumstantially, wherever you are emotionally, wherever you are financially, uh, that's one thing. 
But let me tell you, if you're a child of God where you are spiritually, you are seated with God in heavenly places right now. You're seated with Christ in heavenly places at this moment. And so here is a man who is filled with the Holy Spirit. He said, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. It's one thing to have the Spirit in you. It's another thing for you to be in the Spirit. The idea here is this was a man who was living in tune with heaven, controlled by the Holy Spirit, consumed by the Word of God, committed to whatever God told him to do. Remember, John was the one who, who leaned on Jesus' breast at supper. He lived close to Christ. I love this thought. Here he is still on the Isle of Patmos all those years later. What's he doing? He's still living close to Jesus. He's living with eternity in view and a passion for God and others to know him. Friends, John was the last of the original disciples. We are last day disciples. We are living literally in the last days. And I wonder, will we last? Uh, will we be the child of God we ought to be? Will we be faithful in tribulation? Will we be for the gospel? Will we be filled with the Holy Spirit? Ask the Lord to help you today to be the disciple that Jesus has called you to be. The purpose of all Scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauley continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home, and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org, and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.